1: The new Beat Breakfast with With Scott Scott and Kat on the number one hit music station, 91.5 The Beat.
2: Today, in addition to it being National Rescue Dog Day, is National Be a Millionaire Day. It's a day to aspire to reach that level of wealth.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, what do we have tonight? We've got the 649, so there's hope. Sure, (laughs) there's hope. We're saying you have a chance, is all.
2: Okay, that's a pretty small (laughs) chance. But
0: it's a chance. A chance is a chance is a chance.
2: Hundred percent. 70% of millionaires do not consider themselves wealthy.
0: Yeah, you know, I feel like that's how rich people do get rich, is they are constantly, like, cheap, right? Like, they won't spend a lot of money on a lot of things, and they are constantly thinking about how they need to make more money. They got to make more money, more money, more money, right? It's got to be some kind of a mindset. Otherwise, they'd blow all their cash, and they wouldn't be millionaires.
2: Okay, but it does take money to make money. If you have money, you can afford to buy those... Apple stocks or those sure. Amazon stocks, yeah. which then make you more money, or you can invest in a business. It's hard to get rich without actually having a little bit of money, at least. I am surprised to hear them say they don't consider themselves wealthy, but I'm not a millionaire. So that would be surprising. It's funny. There's people out there who may make, um, let's say $20,000 a year. They think people that make $60,000 a year, are doing pretty well. Right. People who make 60 think they don't have a lot of money. They think people who make 80 or 90 grand they're doing pretty well. People in the six figures, uh, eh, they don't feel like they're rich. They look at people as, like millionaires and think they're rich. So everybody wants a little bit more than what they have. With a million dollars, can you retire? No. You can't retire no. on a million?
0: No. I mean, not even if you're really could good with you, your money and you, safe? Yes. Like, could you possibly? Yes. If you downsized and you changed up your lifestyle completely, I think most people, and it obviously depends on your age. But for me, I think where I'm at now, no, 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 no.
2: I don't think I could retire on a million dollars either. And it's amazing because that used to be the goal. Remember when Survivor first started in the early 2000s? You'll win a million dollars. You never
0: have to work again. No. I mean, look at the mortgages now. (laughs) Like, are you kidding me? No, no.
2: If you had a million dollars, and let's assume you didn't make any interest off of that. You kept it under your mattress. You thought, I'm going to retire with this million. If you live for another 65 years, you will have $15,384 a year to spend. Little over $1,000 a month for the rest of your life.
0: Okay. And I mean, like we said, it is doable. It's not like you physically couldn't, but you'd have to change your life. I think a lot of people would have to change their lifestyle and sell their homes, change where they're living, right? I think that's most people's scenario.
2: So what's the new goal? It's gotta be 2 million, right? You gotta be a, no, even with 2 million, If you live for 65 years, you'd only have just over two grand a month.
0: No. Yeah. I I think it's got to be the big high five, man. You need a five five. million? I'm going five. You need a million? Five times. Five is a possibility. (laughs) Anything below, don't talk to me about it. I'm working the next day.
2: (laughs) So if you want five million, you're throwing in your notice, you're going to march into Dave's office and say, take this job and (laughs) shove it.
0: You know what? I still probably wouldn't, but that's just a personal thing. But I could, is the thing. I could. I have the power. I might not show up to the next meeting. I don't know. We'll
1: see. The Beat Breakfast with Scott and Kat on 91.5. The Beat.
2: Um, There's a couple of industries that you may be wondering about in the pandemic. How are they doing? Normally, we'd all be filing into Rogers Center at this time of year, watching the Jays play, right? So, how are Peanut and Hot Dog sales doing?
0: Oh, Peanut.
2: <laughs> You know, I feel bad because uh, was it Planters that has Mr. Peanut? They did that big Super Bowl ad campaign yes. and spent a fortune. Yes. And then, boom, lockdown. So it's good news and bad news, according to Sports Illustrated, who actually came up with this article. They said about 25% of all the peanuts sold typically go to stadiums. This year, there's no stadiums open. So the peanut industry, what's gonna happen to the poor peanuts? They say it's okay. Uh, Peanut butter sales have literally been off the charts. People have been stocking up on peanut butter like crazy. Wow. But what does it mean for the hot dog industry? The 18 million hot dogs. What
0: about the wieners? What about the wieners?
2: Every year. They say the hot dog industry has lost a ton of business, but people are buying far more hot dogs to eat at home now they say grocery sales have more than doubled year over year in recent weeks which is enough to account for the loss that they saw in stadiums Mm. by the way if you're gonna cook a hot dog at home not that i'm advocating that kind of recklessness but if you really want to have a hot dog at home could you boil it could you at least take the time to cook the hot dog
0: no no you just nuke it for 30. she's done she's good to go
2: you know, it's just the laziest thing you can do to nuke a it's hot a, dog. It's a
0: wiener. We're not talking about filet mignon. It's a wiener. It's not really going to change the taste that much. It's a wiener. You've already gone pretty low if you've decided you're going to cook yourself a hot dog for lunch Cat. or dinner. So you might as well just nuke the dang thing.
2: It's not like I'm advocating for you can't eat it unless you turn on the barbecue and grill it or you have to bake it or steam it or something like that. I'm just saying that it's lazy to throw a hot dog in the microwave for 30 30 seconds and call it a meal at least boil a pot of water
0: that's what the microwave is for it's a lazy man's (laughs) treasure
2: in the kitchen and if
0: someone feels like throwing a wiener in there and zapping it for a bit then just leave them alone just just let them be man it's i'm just trying to
2: make people the best them they can be (laughs) and you're not at your best when you're nuking a hot dog for 30 seconds (laughs) And slapping a half a bottle of ketchup on it.
0: You've hit a low. You've hit an extreme low in, in the pandemic when you're just nuking a hot dog and sitting there waiting for it.
2: Mustard, ketchup. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you put so many condiments on it and it's been microwaved. You can't even taste the actual hot dog anymore. Oh, unless what that's taste the point. What
0: are you missing? Stop. It's a wiener.
2: Just put the effort into your tube steaks, everybody. <laughs> it's
0: just there for substance.
2: That's it. Boil the water. The new Beat Breakfast with Scott, Scott and Cat. 91.5 The Beat. Okay, let me give you a scenario. You walk me through it, okay? Okay. Cat wants to make spaghetti, and I assume that's not part of your keto diet. However, let's pretend that you sure. want to make spaghetti. Yeah, I've made spaghetti.
0: I make spaghetti for the girls still.
2: Walk me through the process. What do you do?
0: Okay, well, first things first, you boil the water. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um maybe you add a little bit of salt in the water some people do that. Um right. I don't know how much that makes a difference, but I do it just cuz maybe it does. And then um I put the spaghetti in the pot once it's boiled.
2: Do you break it? Or do you just put it in S- as a whole noodle?
0: So I usually do for the girls, but I think on a normal occasion I wouldn't break it up.
2: An Italian chef is clarifying That You should never break the spaghetti noodles when you put them in the pot.
0: Why? Why never?
2: It has to do with the noodle-to-sauce ratio. They say the perfect noodle-to-sauce ratio is with a full strand of spaghetti. It'll hold more (laughs) sauce and more efficiently. But if you break it in half, you get shorter strands, which makes it harder to eat. You're also more likely to slurp and slop all over yourself with shorter noodles than you are with longer noodles. Huh. They said... If you need to break long pasta to fit it in a small pot, invest in a bigger pot, (laughs) but never break the spaghetti.
0: That's the other thing, right? Some people don't have a massive pot. Maybe they're living by themselves or maybe they don't boil a lot of things, but they'll have spaghetti now and again. So they have one of those small little pots.
2: Okay, but in my scenario, I mean, I use smaller pots because it's just me and I don't need that much spaghetti.
0: So that makes sense.
2: So I put it in whole. And as the noodles cook, they get softer and then they just eventually like a little slide right down into the water once it reaches a special point. And I think that's beautiful. It's part of the circle of spaghetti life. Sure. It just blends into the water.
0: Wouldn't that mean that the noodle would then cook a little more unevenly?
2: I've never noticed never unevenness noticed? in my pasta See, noodles. And
0: the, and because this guy is saying these things about the sauce. I've never noticed if the spaghetti was cracked in half a difference in the sauce ratio. I've never eaten, been like, something's off with this sauce ratio. Hmm.
2: If you're suggesting that size doesn't matter, I'm here for it. However, in spaghetti, you can't break the noodles. This from Chef Andrea Trecero. If you'd like to Google him, he has many series of videos on YouTube that will allow you to cook pasta perfectly. Let's keep in mind, it's not necessarily a hard thing to cook to begin with. It's weird that they had to clarify this, but apparently (laughs) far too many people, us in North America in particular, are compromising the taste and integrity of our spaghetti dinners Mm -hmm. by breaking the pasta in half to fit it into small pots.
0: I want to know what Gordon Ramsay would have to say about this because he's usually the person I go to.
2: Okay, one thing that you will never see Gordon Ramsay do is disagree with an Italian or a French chef. Those two, for some reason, right? he gives them all the credit in the world. Now, he'll go over to uh, to the U.S. and call you every name in the book for doing something dumb. But if he's in Italy and there's an Italian chef that says to do something, he pretty <laughs> well does it every time. Uh, there's our tip for you today. If you're having spaghetti at any point in your life, please remember us in this conversation.
0: <laughs> you and you're welcome.
2: We will forever in your mind be associated <laughs> with long noodles. That's our
1: gig. The new Beat Breakfast with, with Scott, Scott and Kat. Kat on the number one hit music station, 91.5 The Beat.
2: This is where we connect people that have had an encounter in the past. One person can't find the other. So they decided to tell the story Online, You know those places where you might see missed connections on the internet. We read those and bring you the best right here on The Beat.
0: This is called In Front of the ER Vet. It's a man looking for a woman. Wow. Wow, 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 you're hot. Tall, dark-haired woman. You were on your phone outside the emergency vet Sunday. I was actually at the place next door, but walked over to get close to you. You were sobbing because your dog died or something.
2: (laughs) You seem very, very caring so far.
0: You were talking to maybe a boyfriend on the phone, but I don't care. You said you'd give anything to be able to see him so he could comfort you. Silly lady, I was standing right there beside you. (laughs) I gave you an air hug and told you everything's going to be okay. Shortly after that, you stepped back inside the vet. I would love if you looked on here and you saw this.
2: You know, after your dog dies, that's such a sad and surreal moment. And you're thinking, oh, I'd really love to be comforted and consoled by my partner. Not by some guy who thought this was an appropriate time to try and pick you up.
0: Some rando that was next door waiting for his burrito to be done or something.
2: (laughs) Hey. Seriously. pretty lady, I'm coming in for an air hug. I think it was your boyfriend. I don't care. Uh, Maybe she (laughs) does. It's entirely possible that she's in a loving relationship and she just wants a little bit of consolation from her partner. Not from the guy who thinks, Crying woman, dead dog, score!
0: <laughs> I think that gives me the green light.
2: <laughs> Seriously, what are you doing? Uh, He's a douchebag. Oh, he totally is, cat. I mean, some people just do not know how to read the room. <laughs> tears, never a good time to pick up. Never a good time to pick up. Doesn't matter if they're happy or sad tears. That's not the time. You
0: know, there's... All kinds of these types, and it's not just guys. No, no, no. I bring you the next misconnection, Connection, which was written out by a woman looking for a man. It's called My Background Babe. I was the professional. The one you could tell was wearing an office-appropriate top, but I wasn't wearing bottoms in the Zoom meeting. You were my co-worker's gorgeous shirtless husband. You repeatedly walked through the room behind her, During our meeting. (laughs) If you don't make it through this quarantine together, please find me. I'll be in your ex's company directory. Love Amy.
2: Amy. Okay. First off willing the pandemic to ruin a relationship. So you can slide in there with your coworkers, husband, not okay. Second off, Zoom's great, isn't it? If you really pay attention in a Zoom chat, particularly coming from people's homes, you can see all kinds of cool stuff. Shirtless husband walking around. That's uh, probably quite the distraction. Sure. But,
0: but whose husband's doing that, though? Like, I am i mean, I've taken part in several Skype calls um, with work. Never once did my husband just be like, no, now's the time to walk around naked.
2: <laughs> Who does this? <laughs> yeah, I really feel like I want a sandwich, but I got to go nips out for this one. I, I Just in case the, the wife is on a Zoom call or something like that. Seriously. Amy. Sur- survey the room. If anybody's got earbuds in or they're in front of the computer and it looks like it might be a chat, yeah, you might want to put some clothes on. <laughs> oh, and by the way, did Amy say that she was pantsless during the zoom oh, chat
0: that's another thing that i just kind of yeah she she was wearing her appropriate meeting top and she let everybody know that she had no pants on
2: so, was she like doing the one handed type when she started seeing <laughs> husband there? Or?
0: I don't know what company this is, but maybe we should all just learn from this that everyone's hands have to be in the picture in the frame at all times. <laughs> hands up! Uh, Amy, uh, I don't see your hands.
2: Amy, there might be an earthquake or something happening. Your laptop's really shaking hard.
0: <laughs> I really am enjoying this meeting <laughs> on future plans.
2: <laughs> amy amy you cannot will the pandemic to break up a marriage so you can slide in there
0: katrina can you slide your laptop to the right a little bit i lost track of your husband there he is (laughs) yeah
2: i'll be (laughs) i'll be in your wife's uh contact directory if you need to find me amy amy
1: Unbelievable. The Beat Breakfast with Scott and Cat on 91.5. The Beat.
2: You believe in karma? Oh, yeah. So do I. And this is textbook. I mean, this is the way it should be. Guy in Sacramento, California was driving drunk on Monday. We don't tolerate that in our society. That's one of the things you're not allowed to do. If you would like to have some alcoholic beverages, Fine but you do not get behind the wheel. We all know that, right? But people keep doing it. So I'm glad that we've taken this out of the hands of the justice system and put it in front of karma. This guy in California, driving drunk, swerved off the road. He crashed his car into a pond. And maybe you're thinking to yourself, sounds dangerous, scary. Scott, you're being too harsh. It's too much. I can't. There was really no danger that this man would drown. It wasn't just any pond. It was a pond of liquid manure. No! (laughs) Storage pond for a dairy farm.
0: Oh, that's nasty.
2: The guy was stuck in the pond for two hours before firefighters could get him out.
0: (laughs) That is, that's delicious karma is what that
2: is. Isn't it? Like every now and again, you just kind of got to smile and think, Okay, it's all going to be all right because karma's got her back. Oh, man, if we were in the podcast right now, the things that I could say. uh, Don't worry. It's going to come up during the podcast. Good, good, good. Very good. He is faced with DUI charges. He has already had his license suspended with a court date pending. Manure for the win. (laughs) This is why we have to support our farmers.
0: Uh, Crappy, (laughs) crappy situation.
2: And well-deserved the new Beat
1: Breakfast with Scott, Scott and Cat 91.5 The Beat.
2: Let's talk tattoos for a second. Some people are really excited about the nail salons reopening up. Some people real excited about spas. Some for hairdressers. Others are excited about getting inked again. Mm-hmm. So I've got here the list of the top 10 most painful places to get a tattoo genitals is not number one and frankly i don't get it i don't understand how you can get a tat down there and that's not the most painful place on your body that you could get tattooed a few people actually texted in guesses one person got it right they say the most painful place to get inked is across your rib cage
0: yeah you could imagine that's a thin layer of skin going across your ribs and
2: A lot of bone bone. right underneath
0: that's the thing is hitting bone is a is is the thing that sucks and i could imagine i could imagine that would that would hurt a lot
2: for the exact same reason foot is number two that was what you guessed
0: yeah okay so that is number two all right
2: rib cage and foot followed by your stomach I don't have any stomach tattoos and frankly, I don't know why that would be so painful. Is it again, just sensitive skin cat? I guess there's I'd, organs right underneath the skin there.
0: Sure, yeah, it could be. And by the way, we should also mention if you some want people, your kidney tattooed. <laughs> <laughs> some people's like pain their their idea of pain, and others like everyone's pain tolerance can be different too. So I feel like it all depends who you ask. Like some people are like, nah, it, it ain't no thing. Like the people who get it right by the eyeball, you know yeah. what I mean? Like the the teardrop, those kind of people. Not that I speak with them often, but I'd imagine that would hurt a
2: lot you should probably not interact too much with them that's what cats. exactly i avoid yeah. i avoid usually uh-huh, uh-huh uh elbow is number four followed by your head oh yeah. people that have the whole yeah. head tattoo that's quite a bit now we get into some painful areas in my estimation number six is your inner thigh if you want the tat on the inside of your thigh that's gonna hurt Genitals is number seven Followed by your ankles Yeah, an ankle tattoo would hurt a lot yet. It seems to be a fairly popular place A lot of people opt for that because it's easy to cover up with socks if you need to Number nine is your butt cheek Who gets their butt cheek tattooed? And what do you put on your butt?
0: Oh all kinds of things property of Um, <laughs> um. You could get all kinds of different things on there. I mean, use your imagination. Property of? I am <laughs> general. I don't know, man. What do you want? Exit only or possibly entrance? I well, don't know. It all depends on the person, Scott.
2: Signage is very helpful, so that's good. Right? Okay. It's
0: good to have clear signs so you know.
2: Explain this one to me then. Rounding out the top 10, nipples. Getting your nipples tattooed. Mm. Why... What, what would you I, I I have so many questions why would you get your nipple tattooed
0: um just to make it fancy
2: fancy oh
0: to, just to spruce it up sometimes just maybe spruce it maybe up maybe sometimes you'll look in the mirror and you go she could use a makeover She's you a know something to spruce her up
2: an older house can look new again with just a fresh coat of paint <laughs>
0: Uh, all, painful. Of, yeah. all painful yeah
2: places. all painful places
0: you know i was just gonna say everything you just mentioned sounds terrible everything you just mentioned i'm i don't want any part in
1: no part of it at all no. the beat breakfast with scott and Cat on 91.5 the beat
0: host malone is launching a line of rose now here's the thing scott it seems like he wants to target people like you OK, me like you, because you're a <laughs> Keep guy walking because you're a guy and I know you. I know that never we've been to many a bars together and events. I've never seen you even think about ordering a glass of rosé. It seems as though Post Malone wants to change the perception and make it more of an OK thing for guys to do. So the rosé is called Maison Number 9. The bottles are going to be available in June, and there is merch too, by the way. But he hopes to make the wine world more accessible for these rosés and break down traditional perceptions around rosé. He says it's a nice thing to do, to calm down, relax, and unwind with a cold glass of rosé.
2: Uh-huh. With him okay. saying
0: that, does that help?
2: No. <laughs> that That's like me trying to encourage women to, to drink more, uh, I don't know, scotch Some people like it, sure, but the vast majority probably would just leave it in favor of something else
0: Okay, well if you're interested, there's more up on uh, our site this morning
2: Well, I did have to do a little bit of reading Because I certainly don't want to comment on something that I don't fully understand And while I'm very aware of rosé, I didn't exactly know what the, the deal was with it So unlike white grapes that become white wine and red grapes that become red wine Pink grapes don't exist in nature So how do they create that pink color of rose? The answer is skin contact. Uh, When all grapes, no matter their color are juiced, the juice that runs out of the fruit is clear. Wines receive their color, not from the juice, but from the juices contact with the skin of the grapes. As the skins and the juices soak together, the color from the skin bleeds into the juice. Mm -hmm. And that's what gives the wine it's yellow or red color. The process is known as maceration. When winemakers create rosé juice, they add red grapes and then allow the juice to soak the skins for a short period of time, only two to three days. As soon as the juice begins to take on the pink color, the skins are removed and the juice is allowed to ferment. And that's what creates rosé. I just don't happen to think that people who drink rosé actually like wine. No, no. I uh, Rosé, to me, is closer to a juice than it is to a wine. Like an alcoholic grape juice.
0: It's a starter beverage for wine, right? It's the same as, like, Baby Duck. You remember Baby Duck? Yeah. That was the first thing I ever had that was remotely close to wine, and it's barely wine, if you ask me, really. Sparkling. It's the beginning, right? It's like, oh, maybe I kind of would like some of what of this taste, but Uh it's so sweet, and it's just full of all kinds of things that at the time, you think, okay, this is good. I can get used to this. But you you become accustomed to the taste of actual wine.
2: One of the things that I learned in researching this is in France, a very popular wine region, rosé now beats the sale of white wine. They sell more rosé than white. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly popular, and they say it's mainly because it is a drink that you can drink all day, and it is good for hot weather when you're outside. Who,
0: who are these people that can drink rosé all day? I know the saying, I know the slogan, I know the trend. Rosé all day. Who are you people? <laughs> I could never do that. My headache would be so large by the end of that day. Uh huh. I'd be just done. Done for two days after that if I had rosé all day.
2: You know, with the Post Malone rosé, I'm one of those people who will try anything once except maybe Post Malone's rosé. I don't know if I'm even interested. But it's coming, and when it is available, we'll let you know so you can try it. And I don't know, maybe we'll arrange for a live taste test here. Maybe we'll sure. see if you can figure out the difference between rosé and grape juice that we added some some vodka to. <laughs> There's all kinds of fun games we can play. We can make it a contesting event if we're allowed to give away prizes ever again. You never <laughs> know. You never know. The new Beat Breakfast with Scott, Scott and Cat. 91.5 The Beat. It's time for missed connections From time to time You see someone and you think oh, That could be the perfect person for me But uh, didn't get their contact info Now what? Well, you gotta post the story online Hope they will see it and contact you
0: This first one is called I used to play COD with you Woman for man I used to play Call of Duty with my ex On occasion We were friends with a group of people on there This was about two years ago. Please help me. I need to find Sam. Sam is from Kitchener and that's all I really know. I remember finding him and we had a connection. My boyfriend never knew, but occasionally I'd play on my own and chat with Sam on the side, a lot. His gamer tag was something about a frog and that's all I really remember. (laughs) Mine was girl power with a three as the E. I've been searching Facebook, and I think it's a lost cause. So please help me find Sam. He's so sweet, and I always enjoyed our long chats. I think he did too, but he was respectful of my relationship.
2: You know, part of the problem could be here, if I read a little bit into it, there's a lot of people who are not very good at Call of Duty, But when you can partner up with someone who's really good and they can just sort of take you along for the ride, you don't want to lose that partner. So maybe there's something to that.
0: You don't think this is necessarily all romantic? You think her COD game has
2: gone to poop? Like, before Sam, my kill-to-death ratio was amazing, and now it's totally gone down the tubes. I need to find Sam again. I mean, he was a cool guy and we had some great conversations, but I'm just getting slaughtered here.
0: Come on, Sam. Tell me you didn't move on to PUBG. Come on, Sam. (laughs) Come on. Stick with me here.
2: Let's go. I find it interesting that she thinks because she searched Facebook, she searched everywhere. Yeah, this is Um, it. (laughs) I I give
0: up. I give up. I can't find you on Facebook. You don't
2: exist. Listen, hun. there's a lot of different options and uh simply searching for sam on facebook is probably not the (laughs) the most practical way to track this guy down
0: i've looked at every sam profile it took me 267 days (laughs) i can't find you
2: (laughs) sam with the frog profile (laughs) and i'm the one who spells girl power with a three three instead of an e by the way
0: you should, be, you should be embarrassed. That's <laughs> Well, if girl power is taken, I'll just switch this E to a three.
2: <laughs> it's not the same thing. Yes. That's like turning a G to a W. It doesn't work the same way. You have to use the right letters. That's you great. Have to use the right ones. That's
0: great. Um, it's all about Im- improv, I suppose, at some points during this uh, pandemic where you can And that's when I bring in this young lady who is the target of the missed connection called Sexy Panties, Man for Woman.
2: Sexy Panties.
0: Seems you couldn't find a mask, but I do enjoy what you put on instead. You showed up at the no frills with your panties on your face. Mm. Mm. I did, (laughs) Well, as long as they're clean, I guess. I did a double glance and ended up following you into the aisle just to double check that I was correct. I thought it was a joke, but you seemed quite serious. And it was sexy. You just carried on, grabbing a few items, including some honey Dijon mustard from what I could see, and some chips. All I can say is, wow, you looked amazing. I hope to hear from you.
2: And you eat like an animal, chips and Dijon mustard? Ew. (laughs) Chips gotta go with some dip, you know what I mean? (laughs) Okay, well, listen. It's very, very difficult to procure a mask. If you don't know where to go to get a mask, it's hard. I've had a hard time trying to get masks. So you have to improvise a little bit. The panty thing actually kind of works when you look at the shape. Cause you put the panties over your head. Yeah. And then you just sort of tie it off at the back, and you've got yourself a built-in mask right there. And it just runs up your nose, and you can still see out of it, but your face is covered. I'm
0: just picturing it, though. I mean, picture it with me, shall we? At a no-frills, someone with panties on their face. I'm not sure which which will bring more contamination if you just leave the mask off.
2: Safety first, cat. I mean, you. Okay. You, you yeah. got to use the front side of the panties because the back side is a little more fulsome. In depending on the type oh. of cut that you use. Yeah. However, um, uh, if you're in a real pinch, guys, just go into her panty drawer and then you can go and do the grocery shopping oh or go God. to Home Depot do or you wherever know, you have to go. Do you know how many men just went, you hear that, honey? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Guess what I'm rating tonight?
2: <laughs> Strap honey, them on. it's for safety. I need your panties and I need them on my head <laughs> right now.
1: The Beat Breakfast with Scott and Cat on 91.5 The Beat.
2: Is there a problem with wearing a thong bikini, do you think?
0: Is there a problem with it? I, I know some people have a problem with it. Uh, n- no. Like, I, I think it also depends on the scenario and the circumstance. Like, are you talking about when you go to the, you know, like a local pool or something like that, a community pool? Or are you talking like you're on the beach?
2: Uh, beach, community pool, anywhere, anywhere in public. Is there a problem with wearing a thong bikini?
0: Oh, man. Uh, there's. I see there being a little bit of a gray area there because if uh, there could be in some cases... Depending, it just depends who's there, really.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Why? Are you thinking about venturing in that area there, Scott?
2: Yeah, I just need to get some air on it. Gotcha, so, gotcha. you know, the less restriction, the better. The transformed wife, for what it is, it's a popular Twitter page, is arguing that bearing your body causes men to lust after you. She is urging ladies to cover up more instead of wearing thong bikinis. She says, young women, please don't wear thongs or any bikini for that matter. From the back, you look naked. You're advertising something you may not want to give. Men are visual, even old men. Are you enjoying causing men to lust after you? Because that's exactly what you're doing. Some people agreed with her. Uh, 228 people liked that post, but the responses were overwhelmingly negative not entirely surprising women didn't like being told what they should and shouldn't wear one person writes it doesn't matter what a woman wears just as long as she feels comfortable and confident in what she wears stop shaming women for feeling comfortable in their own bodies is that really shaming though I don't know that what she said was necessarily shaming.
0: I think, you know what? It's one person's opinion and and thought on it. And maybe there'll be people that do hear that or or read that and go, yeah, you know, they make a good point. Maybe when I'm out, I'm going to make sure my cover-up is on at all times or whatever, because it's true. I don't really want that. Other people are going to look at that and listen to that and go and think of it as an attack. So there's going to be two different ways to look at it.
2: One of the comments that got some... Uh, good engagement was this one. Whatever I put on my body is for me. Maybe we should start teaching men not to objectify women instead. Okay. Another person writes, my body means that I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. If I were completely naked, it wouldn't be an invitation to touch me or make unwanted comments. Yeah. Pretty sure it's on men to restrain themselves in this situation. Stop policing women. Uh, I, I don't know that that was necessarily the the point of her tweet. She was pointing out that women look naked from the back when they're doing that and that they're causing men to lust after him. By the way, the person who runs this Twitter account is a woman. This is her opinion on it. Right. Uh, There were some people, though, that agreed with her that maybe it is time to stop wearing the thongs out in public. Uh, I'd love to get your take on this. You can text us anytime at 519-571-BEAT-I will remove myself from the conversation. (laughs) I have no opinion on this. Well, look,
0: all I'll say is your body, your choice. It's something to think about if maybe, you know, that that you hear that and you go, yeah, it's true. Maybe depending where I am and where I'm going. But I mean, if you're minding your own darn business, you're on the beach, you're setting yourself up for a little nice tan this summer at some point, and you're feeling good about yourself, you wear whatever the hell you want to wear. That's just how I see it.
2: mm, Okay. There's no shortage of people that'll shame a guy, though, for wearing a banana hammock.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? Is that you have to know that there'll be people who are might be saying something about you or looking at you, but that's kind of life. And if you're confident enough to do that and wear that, then don't worry about what they're saying. So who cares?
2: I do somewhat get the lusting thing. I mean, if my girlfriend is walking around in a thong bikini, I'd probably enjoy that quite a bit. Uh, if my kids were there. I might not enjoy it as much. You know mm-hmm. what I mean?
0: See, well, that's why I said off the top, it depends on where you are, too, right? There's appropriate places, like when you're on a resort with your significant other, and you're feeling good, whatever. But then there's, like, oh, the public community swimming pool, where you've got a ton of children around. Uh, yeah, might
2: not be a great idea. A lot of text messages coming in. This in response to a tweet that was sent out from the transformed wife, somewhat popular Twitter account, and... She, it is a woman who runs this account, says, girls, you got to stop wearing thong bikinis. In fact, if you can avoid it, stop wearing bikinis altogether. She says, young women, please don't wear those thongs. From the back, you look naked. You're advertising something you may not want to give. Men are visual, even old men. Are you enjoying causing men to lust after you? Because that's exactly what you are doing.
0: And some people do, by the way. Like, yeah, some, some people heard that and their answer was, yeah, I'm okay with that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, some people want their partner to lust after them, but nobody else. And that may not be a realistic uh, expectation either. Right. But there certainly are a lot of text messages coming in here to 519 571
0: B. There's a, you know what? There's a great guy's uh, perspective and a great uh, female perspective. So I'll start with Sarah. Sarah says, I'm 25, and my take on the bikini and Speedo discussion is, is this Canada? Yeah. Do we have rights to wear whatever we want, male or female? Yeah. Be appreciative of the rights and freedoms we have because not everyone does. Brent says, I find it interesting how we say a man should not lust after a woman dressed provocatively when I've witnessed firsthand how women react when a man walks by with a six pack and perfectly chiseled
2: abs. Yeah, guys do get that a fair bit. Uh, More so lately, I find. I don't know if there's just more men that are in better shape or what, but we're
0: more parched. I mean, I don't know.
1: (laughs) No, Brent. I mean, I
0: I don't disagree with you. I'm not sure if that's what the argument is, but. Um, like I don't know so if that woman had said guys don't take your shirt off in public places like should that be a thing too because I mean I hear what Brent's saying here well Okay, sure, on one side, you're saying these things about the female, but guys do get it too. I I tend to side more a little bit with Sarah here on this, where let people wear whatever the hell they want to wear.
2: Like, come on, who cares?
1: The new Beat Breakfast with With Scott Scott and Kat Kat. on the number one hit music station, 91.5 The Beat.
2: Talking about Toucan Sam a little bit here this morning, and it's a Froot Loop story just because, for whatever reason, in the middle of the pandemic, when many people are pining for nostalgia they decided to change the iconic Toucan Sam on the Fruit Loops box. So far, I haven't found many people that like it.
0: No. Um, Stacy on our Facebook page. Why are the cartoons nowadays so dumbed down looking? They're soft with round edges. Does anyone else understand what I mean? Uh, how do I explain other than that? But our c- cartoons were way better looking by far. Uh, Katie says Toucan Sam looks high. You know what is interesting, too, about Katie's about Katie's comment is that when you go back to the Fruit Loops Instagram where they posted this initially, they posted a video after the fact. Watch that and tell me that it seems like you you kind of feel high watching it. I'll just put it. I'll just leave you with that. Interesting. yeah, Uh, it's someone else. Yeah. Damien. This is what I imagine Toucan Sam looks like on acid. (laughs) But here's the thing is Jake points out the fact that guys this isn't meant for you it's meant for kids it matches the cartoons that kid watch now kids watch nowadays and you know what Jake's not wrong like if you skim through a lot of the the newer things that are popping up on Netflix and stuff kids are watching the cartoons are They they look a lot like this, so I understand where Jake's coming from. Uh, Casey said, yeah, all jokes aside, that's actually true. All the kids who like Toucan Sam are grown up now. They can buy it for themselves and probably will regardless of what's on the box, but their target audience is kids. So they have to make the cereal appealing for the kids of this generation.
2: Is is that still legit? If you take your daughter with you to the grocery store, does she influence your cereal buying habits? Oh,
0: remember the time I could take my daughter to the grocery store? Oh, right. Those were fun times. I forgot. What was I I
2: thinking?
0: But you know what? It it really does work because what they do now is now what we deal with as parents, similar to what it was back in the day when I was watching television, the commercials came up. Well, now on YouTube, I mean, unless you go premium um, and don't forget what they're watching a lot of the time is advertising. So if a cereal commercial runs before something that she's watching on YouTube, let's say, yeah, she'll give in. She'll be like, well, what's that? Well, I want that, Mommy, even though she has no idea what it tastes like, but it just looks cool. And in this particular case, yeah, maybe it would be that way with two Toucan Sam. Quite possible. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I suppose there might be something to it. It's, uh, I haven't I, I had Fruit Loops, and I don't know. How old am I now? Take well, away five years. <laughs> you know
0: what? <laughs> Take away five years. Like I said, like an hour ago when we first brought this up, Putting my business cap on, I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. Well done, because we're talking about Kellogg's Fruit Loops. And like you said, when was the last time you even thought about Fruit Loops? Guess what you're thinking about
2: this morning? Fruit Loops. Well, Kellogg's has them.
0: They have you right where they want you.
2: Is there anybody who's going to look at the box and say, no, I'm sorry, I cannot endorse that overly round-edged <laughs> right? bird. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> the
1: new Beat Breakfast with Scott, Scott and Cat. 91.5 The Beat.
2: We're talking about your job. Do your parents approve? And if they don't, why? We've got some great texts coming in. This inspired by a whisper thread. Here's just a couple of examples. My parents don't approve of my following on the internet. They keep telling me to get a job. I don't know if I should tell them that the internet actually is my job. There are influencers out there making a lot of money. A lot
0: of money, And even if
2: they're not making money, they're getting a lot of product. It's very, very strange how people have resorted to perfect strangers to market their product. But
0: But they're doing it. it. But it's amazing. Money for it. But it's amazing because it really does work. I mean, when you post something and people ask follow-up questions and purchase these items, uh, that's why endorsements are so so popular because they really do work. If you
2: get the right influencer, absolutely. Um, sure,
0: absolutely. And I think that's key is picking the right one. Uh, text came in. I do utility construction, sewer and water. My mom doesn't like it because of all the hours I put in, which is 60 plus a week and the stresses of the dangerous surroundings. Can I just say from a parent's perspective, I mean, I get it in a lot of these cases. It would, uh, it would make me nervous if one day Jacqueline said to me, you know, I do want to work Uh, On the front lines, those jobs are so important or doing these, uh, you know, dangerous jobs. We need those people to do them. But as a parent, I go, oh, my God, not my baby. So I understand why in some cases, parents don't. Maybe it's not not approving the job itself, but nervous about their child doing that work. Right.
2: I can relate to this next one. I'm going to be a vet assistant. My father disapproves of my choice as I won't gain lots of money. Sorry, at least I will I will never hate my job. So my daughter's in something similar. Uh, she's close to her Bachelor of Science, but her chosen specialty is to work with exotic animals, specifically fun, uh, ones that you're not allowed to have, but some people do. Somebody's got to be able to treat those medically when the worst happens, and it usually does. It scares me a lot, and it doesn't pay particularly well, but I can't tell you how many how times she's job? had to...
0: How does that job not pay well, though? So she's it, basically being shocking. put. Let's say she gets. The, let's say she does this for her career, which I'm. I'm I know she will. Mm-hmm. So, she's facing facing dangerous situations with some of these animals. How does that not yes. pay well?
2: Uh, you'd be surprised how little it pays when really? it comes to animals. Um, she's been called in in the middle of the night because someone's python escaped its enclosure, and she had to go and pull it out of the ceiling in a resident or in a business setting. She had to climb into a ceiling and pull a python out of there. Uh, Stupid stuff like that. You'd think that would probably pay pretty well. I would have thought so. If some private collector, quote unquote, has enough money to own a tiger, they'd be able to afford someone to give it proper care. But they don't necessarily do that. They think they can just raise it like a cat. And then when it gets sick, they call in someone like her who has to go in and treat it. But she's familiar with the diets and skeletal structure and internal organs and such of tigers, so Mm -hmm. she knows how to do that sort of thing. Me, personally, it scares the crap out of me. Uh, I never thought that my daughter would have to wear a bite glove at work, but she does every single day. I get it. Because everything from turtles to tigers bite. And that's the sort of thing that she does. So yeah, I'm not a huge fan of my daughter's career choice. Having said that, the opposite is my son. And I really wish he would just pick a career choice. And he hasn't done that. So careful what you wish for sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Our question to you is, what do you do and why don't your parents like it? Or are you
0: a parent with a kid doing something you don't like?
2: five one nine five seven one beat to reach us
0: we're asking you this morning why do your parents not approve of what you do they don't like it for whatever reason Carrie, text us you can do that anytime five one nine five seven one beat my father does not approve of me doing rescue my life is rescue the animals change daily they can consist of cats kittens dogs puppies rats squirrels raccoons opossum. whatever needs help that day i help it My dad is constantly belittling me that I'll never have anything nice because I spend all my money on the animals. First Uh. of all, what a nice person. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's one example. Another text came in. I'm a firefighter. My mother hates my job. She says it's way too dangerous, even after 16 years of service. <laughs> Sorry, mom. I'm heading into work as we speak. Your friendly neighborhood fireman. Hey, well, we appreciate you so much. So much. So much. So much. Uh, I'll read one more, and we'll get to more coming up in about uh, 10 minutes or so. I'm a residential site supervisor. My parents don't agree with my career choice because of how stressful it is and how long my days are.
1: The Beat Breakfast with Scott and Kat on 91.5. The Beat. This is where we have
2: scoured the web for stories of people looking for other people and they can't find them. So they just told this story online. We intercept those all the time. I play the piano live, and Cat reads you these stories directly from the web.
0: Sounds great, but this morning, by the way. Great job. Uh, this is called, Are We Neighbors or More? It's a woman for a man. I was really close to making out with my houseplant just to remember how to kiss. Oh, that's... Dear.
2: You poor thing.
0: <laughs> that's when I stepped out on my balcony and heard you yell out the window, I'm so effing bored! Same here, sexy pants. Hey, why don't you knock three times on the wall if I should turn up my music loud enough for us to learn this new TikTok dance together? Maybe we can become a thing when they allow us to touch. Let's
2: touch. Let's touch. That's an interesting way to invite somebody over. Hey, listen, we're all bored in in this current state that we're in. There's not a lot to do. A lot of the things we would typically be doing are not even available right now. So, uh, maybe you have thought, that fern over there looks like it could use some tongue. Or maybe you thought to yourself, that neighbor that I never gave a second look to before? Well, Maybe.
0: Catherine Gallagher that thing why don't you
2: yeah you know since anyway I'm trying to learn how to do the toozy slide for TikTok I might as well just uh, shack up with the neighbor there and we can save on some utility costs
0: (laughs) Justin Bieber's got the new intentions challenge let's get on that and then get on each other yeah Uh,
2: how all great relationships begin (laughs) through TikTok (laughs) it's
0: true oh lord help us all this one is called too famous for me it's a very thirsty woman looking for a man Scott Mm. Okay. Wow. I honestly never cared for a celebrity in my life, but when I saw you, I guess that kind of changed. I was horizontal on my couch, watching literally anything on television to take a break from staring at my phone. You were the DILF in the prescription drug commercial. (laughs) Sexy as can be in your button up polo shirt. Hey, you aren't fooling anyone. You're a bad boy, aren't you? I started to daydream and think about what you're really like off camera when you're not pushing drugs. Side effects may include me falling in love with you and your unmistakable zest for life. Please have your agent call my agent. P.S. My agent is me.
2: Yes, yes. um, That's when the
0: thirst level really reaches 100, right? When you're watching something for, like, any kind of medication, which is not sexy at all,
2: and you're like, Mmm, yeah, I'd do that. AstraZeneca. Order it now. Oh, my God, that guy is hot.
0: (laughs) Hang on! Pause and rewind! Pause and rewind!
2: (laughs) Have you been affected by mesothelioma?
0: (laughs) Side effects may include diarrhea, nausea, Oh, yeah, baby.
2: Say diarrhea again. (laughs) Nausea. Yes. Yes. I want it all from you. That's
0: when you know you've really hit rock bottom during this pandemic. Congratulations. You've done it.
2: Yeah. When you're crushing hard on the guy who does the drug commercials (laughs) on (laughs) CNN, for example. Yep. You know, it's either a class action lawsuit or drugs all the time on that channel. And, And... I don't think I'd ever noticed any of the actors or actresses in those ads and thought, yeah, I got to track that person down. That's also very bold to assume they have an agent. Because fun fact, majority of people in the biz don't have an agent. They represent themselves and you can hire them yourself.
0: This makes me wonder how many people are Googling
2: the Travago guy for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> all the wrong reasons. Cat, this pandemic has brought out the worst of, in us. Do you know how many of our moms are crushing over Anthony Fauci? I mean, <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that the drug selling guys on CNN are getting a little action, too. Oh, welcome to 2020, everybody. It's all messed
0: up. Have your
2: agent call my agent. No. My agent is me. Oh, OK. <laughs> all Ta-
0: right. Take a drink. You're too parched. <laughs>